This is the Good Pod Guide with journalist and podcast aficionado Lauren Windle. Today I'm joined by fellow podcaster and my mate, Nat Barker. I saw somebody saying on social media the other day, they pointed out that in your dreams, your phone never features. You never, your phone is never in the dream at all, which I think says something, I find that quite spooky. It's almost it's like your brain is trying to like reject it. Yeah, like, no, we've spent too much time with this in the daytime. Yeah, yeah, into the please, just well. not the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I can't picture a time when I've been on my phone in my dreams and I have really vivid dreams that I always remember and always share with everyone. I mean, I guess the, quite often in a dream, it's like you need to do something that you can't quite do. For some, you need to tell someone something and you can't. It's like a race against time. And I guess if you had your phone in the dream, you'd just be like, oh, I'll just WhatsApp them. And then the narrative <laughs> of the dream would break down quite quickly. So you think it's in order to preserve good storytelling? It, it, it's a plot device, I think. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, so today's podcast, we are talking about Unravel True Crime. And it is quite obviously about true crime, but this one's a little different. It's the second Australian crime podcast that we've covered. I've already spoken to you guys about The Teacher's Pet, but this time the Four Seasons has a different host and features around a different crime. It is amazing how much having an Australian or like Kiwi accent changes up the podcast listening experience. So often the podcasts are kind of like the same, you know, the same kind of watery English voices or the same kind of drab American Very voices. The Australian American. one, it's so sing-song. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Married at First Sight Australia, so I'm feeling really in tune with the Australian accent. Do you think that you want to continue in an Australian accent or? You mean for the rest of this podcast? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Can you do one? Can I do an Australian accent? I feel like I'm doing a kind of hybrid here between, I feel like this is a little bit more Kiwi. I think that's a bit significant. Like, yeah, I can do the accent. No, okay, that was that was a bit honest, wasn't it? That was, uh, yeah, that was, I'll be back. <laughs> okay, but if we're talking Australian, I, I think we can we can keep it going. That's not bad, yeah, nice one. I've watched a lot of Neighbours. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first season is presented by investigative journalism Alan Clark, who's previously been at BuzzFeed and NITV. He talks about the murder of this Maori victim and explores the racial segregation and racism that they encounter. The way that the body was found raised like quite a lot of questions and the original investigation didn't offer any answers to those questions. So it's actually the journalist who launches a five-year investigation and the podcast follows how that plays out. And I actually only delved into series one, but you listened to series four, right? Yeah, that's right. I was surprised by this one, you know. I, I'm not generally the biggest fan of true crime podcasts. Oh, um, I, love I feel like they can be a little bit samey. And also sometimes I kind of wonder if the question, the ethics are a little bit questionable, if that makes sense, you know, about yeah. kind of peeling back something horrible that happened to someone kind of for your own titillation. Um, yeah. But honestly, I kind of got accidentally hooked on this one. I've listened to most of the four series. I'm planning to go back and listen to the previous ones as well. And I think, think about series four, certainly. I'm not sure if it's the case for the, for the other series. But the journalist and host is talking about something that happened to his own brother. He's talking about something that happened to his own family, which feels a lot less intrusive. And it kind of takes away that Ooh, thing more of like, I don't know, is this okay? 
Yeah, well, no, but it's kind of like, you know, he's as in like it's it's not it's happened to them. Yeah. You know, so it's like they, yes, they felt it and it's up to them rather than, you know, I know because you guys have probably talked about Serial before, which is obviously an amazing podcast, which I, like I would recommend to anyone. But people have sort of said, you know, how fair is it on the family of the victim? Yeah. And that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which you can't level that. this. Yeah. Same for S-Town. I read quite a lot about S-Town, which was looking at one specific guy who clearly was working through a lot. And it's such an in-depth look at his life that a lot of people were like actually how helpful is this for his mental health you know even if it is entertaining mm. but I mean you could ask that about virtually all like reality tv or anything that that sort of centers around someone's true experiences can't you yeah that's true but I guess when it's something that's like the most serious thing that can happen you know somebody gets murdered or somebody's yeah, yeah. a victim of serious crime then you know sometimes it can feel a little bit um you know, insensitive. But yeah. that wasn't the case with this one. Certainly not series four. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, actually, series one did have a personal connection in that the journalist was Maori as well, but they weren't related. They didn't know the person personally, but he could relate to the experiences of that person because he'd experienced some of the same racial challenges and blah, blah, blah. So I thought that was good, but not, it's not the same connection, obviously. Each episode is 20 to 30 minutes and they, there's seven parts in each series. I like that it's manageable. So many of the just go wild with content that you feel like is overwhelming and you'll never be able to keep up. But this is, you know, this is good news for people who hate long podcasts. Yeah, it's a quick, it's, a, it's an easy, quick listen and it, it races mm. along, I find as well. The, the story really, really goes along quickly. Yeah. Felix, who is part of our Good Pod Guide team, sent me over his thoughts on this. And he said he thought it was blissfully lacking in self-conscious Hollywood audience mongering, which I quite enjoyed. I, I don't... know what he means. I, I do yeah. kind of know what he means, actually. Yeah. Because the, I... the one I listened to, the what's so nice about it is this kind of juxtaposition that's there between, essentially the overview of the story is this guy's brother, they're from New Zealand and his brother has been kind of the victim and therefore his whole family have been the victim of this kind of elaborate con by a woman from California who actually was married to his brother. And that juxtaposition of these kind of nice, innocent uh, Kiwis and this like Californian psychopath is so <laughs> engaging that it feels really like natural. It's just like in yeah. the interviews with his mum and dad, you know, who are kind of like really vivid and like, you know, pleasant characters. It was good and it, it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. I also really liked how it covers the social and cultural issues that could have led to these crimes as well. So it puts them into valuable context. For me, it's definitely one to check out, particularly if you are, like me, a fan of true crime. In the next episode, I'm joined by my mate Nat, who makes no attempt to hide his disgust at the concept of the podcast Trashy Divorces. You can get more info on the show online at www.goodpodguide.com and follow us at Good Pod Guide on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs>